Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for being here. On this podcast, we talk all things wellness to hopefully inspire you to live your own path and figure out what well-being means to you and what wellness looks like for your mind, for your body, and your spirit. I hope to give you tools to help inspire and push you along your journey and to really help you come home to yourself be able to listen to that inner voice and especially in a world where there's so much noise and so many people telling you what is right versus wrong and what you should and shouldn't be eating and doing with your life and the way you should be having your morning. I hope that you are able to use tools and let go of ones that don't serve you and listen with an open mind and try new things and grow and continue to evolve to become the most authentic version of yourself and leave the rest. There's so much. There's so much to take in that it can feel very overwhelming sometimes, sometimes, especially in the wellness community. There's so many avenues. There's so many, so many things to try out that just trying one and saying, eh, that doesn't work. Or, hey, I really like that. Just keep doing that. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much life. <laughs> this um, this podcast is going to be a little bit rough. I don't have a plan out for this one. Um, this is just something that I really has been on my heart lately and just feels like I need to get it off my chest and talk about it and maybe it's something that someone else is going through as well but we will have a planned episode that is all about Beltane which is the next Sabbath coming up in Wheel of the Year super excited to talk about that in this incredible celebration that is on its way but today we're gonna get a little sticky we're gonna get into that icky stuff we call life (laughs) and If you are just kind of feeling like a chit-chat today, then this is the right episode for you, I guess. And I'm blaming this on the Mercury retrograde, and I'm also blaming this on the eclipse. (laughs) So I went to my psychic last week, and she's a psychic, she's a tarot reader. She's also just like a good, I don't know, maybe life coach. I don't know if that's the right word that's, you know... I don't know. I just go to her when shit is whack and I need to understand things. Um, and I would not recommend going to a healer. I'm just going to say this now. I would not recommend going to any kind of healer, whether, you know, whatever that looks like for you during eclipse season, unless you want to get spiritually slapped in the face. That is, I left that session feeling like I got my ass kicked in the best way. I really needed it or else I wouldn't have done it. But (laughs) I don't know why I was expecting this like lovey-dovey supportive um, conversation. And it it, it was a conversation out of love. But it was very much like, I don't just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna talk about some things that I learned was awakened to 
Um, and yeah, again, hopefully this is at least a little bit interesting. If not, I hope it just, uh, kind of lights a fire in your belly too, maybe, or course corrects. That's the right word. It was definitely a course correcting session because it was out of love and she does care very deeply about me and she loves me very much and I see that but I also just wasn't expecting such a spiritual workout if you will I felt like I just lifted 500 fucking pounds over my head like after going through that um I just was like wow okay everything she is saying is a hundred percent like correct and in line with what I need to hear but I'm a sensitive soul. <laughs> I'm a sensitive girly. And eclipse season is not really for the week. So if you're trying to do spiritual work and like deep work with a healer in the middle of a chaotic astrological season, bitch, you better get ready. Like you better be having your pre-workout, whatever that looks like for you. For me, that's like meditation and prayer. And when you get into that gym, just know your ass is going to get kicked. <laughs> I need to put like the little explicit sign on this episode because this is going to be that one. Yeah, this is going to be like that. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to get deep here. We're going to get dark. And um, I'm sorry if I start crying because this is just where I'm at in my life right now. So I walk into my psychic's house and I sit down and I say, She's like, hi, Brooke, what do you want to talk about today? And I say, well, I have some things on my mind. First of all, we have to find a home. We have a week to find a home, and we don't have anything, and um, I'm doing everything. Bitch, I'm doing everything, okay? I'm doing the gratitude list, and I'm really feeling the gratitude. Like, I'm not just writing it out. I'm feeling into my manifestation list. I'm pulling cards. I'm talking with God every damn moment of every day. I am praying all day, every day. I am, you know, practicing gratitude. I'm living how I should be living. You know, I'm doing all the right things and shit is still not working for me. We still haven't found a house. We applied to five homes and all of them said no, as in like, they found other people before us and it's so frustrating because you're searching on there all day, every day, Facebook marketplace, Craigslist, Zillow, rentals.com. Like you're looking at everything and you're getting a million notifications for all of these homes and you find one or a few and they choose someone else. And it's really like first come first serve is what I've learned. But like, even if you're on there, the minute that they post it, somebody else has already grabbed it. And it's like, I found this dream home. I'm just going to be ranting this whole episode. But I found this home that was built in 1920s. It was so beautiful, you guys. It had the perfect neighborhood, the perfect backyard. It had built-in shelving, like, you know, those beautiful cabinets from the 20s. It was remodeled, though. So it was, like, kept, you know, well-kept and, like, oh, my God, you guys. I was just, it was a little bit over our price range, but I was so excited to view this home. I had it all mapped out in my head, exactly what I was going to decorate, where I was going to put our shit, what Maisie's room was going to look like, what our room, I mean, I had it down to a T and I was so excited. We go the next day, right? So I find this one day and the next day we have a tour. We go and I'm sitting there and 
at the house and no one shows up. And I'm like, okay, five minutes go by and Spencer and I are sitting there and we're just like, hmm, this isn't a good sign. I call the agent. She's like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I should have, I think I, I sent you an email. I meant to send you an email. Uh, Somebody else applied and I, I already applied to this house, you guys. I didn't even look at this house. I literally saw the listing and I was like, I need this home. Everything in this, in my body is a full yes. I need this home. And so I applied before, you know, we even looked at it. And that was the first time that we ever did that, you know, because you have to pay money for that. And it's, you know, it's, you want to be able to see the home and feel its energy before you like apply for it. But this one, I was like, no, I need this. And she's like, yeah, a bunch of people applied yesterday. We got the first, you know, someone applied within like the first few minutes of me sending that out. And I was like, oh my God. So I didn't even get to go inside this dream home of mine. (laughs) I was so heartbroken. So that was the morning, actually the morning of, um, before the meeting with my psychic. So I'm just pissed, you know, and I'm, I'm more so just like sad actually. So I walk in there with that energy and I'm just like, I'm so sad. But the bigger picture, not only are we trying to find a home, but I am mourning the most, one of the most important people in my life. And Grammy, my grandma, if you know me, you probably know her. (laughs) Um, She is someone that fully gets me. She is someone that accepts me for who I am. She has been there for everything. She has held my hand through it all. And she gets my quirkiness. She gets my entrepreneurial spirit. Not only does she get it, but she fully supports everything that I do. I have this, um, I'm laughing, um, <laughs> but I have this text from her from maybe a couple months ago. And she's saying, Brooke, I need to understand how you film your videos for Instagram. (laughs) And it's a video of me walking past with the ducks, you know, (laughs) on my farm. And I literally just propped up my phone and walked past the camera. And she's like, you need to be, you need to make movies. Like you are so good with the camera. And it's literally like my phone is propped up on a tree. (laughs) and like a little twig and stuff and I've got it just right to where it's balancing enough to take this five second video of me walking past with the ducks and she just thinks like that it's incredible footage you know and she just like is like you need to be a filmmaker and she's like I know you like to cook and I know that's your passion and it always has been but like if you ever need another job I think you should be a videographer and I'm just like I love you Graham so anyways uh she is um really 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 sick and it happened very fast and she's going through chemo right now and she is not herself I don't even know if she'll listen to this episode and before she would listen to every episode she'd she'd watch everything I you know put out there in the world um She took my yoga classes during COVID every Saturday. Her and her boyfriend took Zoom classes from me and she was really strict about COVID. So she, and she really didn't want to get sick from COVID. So she, um, you know, was home for over a year 
and, um, you know, sheltered or, um, I don't even remember the word anymore. (laughs) What the heck is the word for when people used to like (laughs) sit in their homes for, you know, an extended period of time. Quarantine. No, that's not right. Cause she was never sick with it. Okay. Anyways, she didn't want to get sick. So she was in her house a lot. And, um, the only way I could see her was through these yoga classes and it was so much fun. <laughs> and also such a growing experience for me. Anyways, bottom line is she has supported everything I have ever done. She has been there for me and I'm really struggling with the fact that she is not going to be there for Maisie growing up, my daughter, our daughter, and um, that this time is very fleeting and it doesn't feel fair. And a couple sessions before this, I walked into the same psychic's home and I sat down and said, my yoga mentor just died and it was sudden and I don't know what to do about it. And I don't understand why. And I'm really fucking pissed. I'm really pissed because it doesn't feel right. Why? Like same thing with the house. It doesn't feel right. Why didn't I get any, I didn't even get a fucking tour. (laughs) You know, it's like, I didn't even get a chance. And with Graham, it's like, why, like, why? She is healthy. She's active. And how does it happen so quick to where she's moving mobile, doing her thing every day. And then all of a sudden she can't anymore. And all of a sudden she's a completely different person. I mean, polar opposite person how like make it make sense and that's what I went to my psychic for I said make it make sense bitch (laughs) just kidding I didn't call her bitch but she's like Brooke you're here again telling me that life isn't going according to your plan and that someone is passing without your permission and that it's the wrong time and it's not on your timeline and I'm like yeah so (laughs) tell me Tell me why that is. (laughs) And she's like, because it's not your timing. Why do you think you control your God? You think you control the universe? You think you run this shit? I'm like, no, no. Well, when you put it like that, no, I don't. And she's like, if you believe in anything, if you are practicing anything that you preach, you know that her soul that her energy is with you always. Not only is she in you and Maisie's DNA, right? That doesn't just die off. She is in, she is within your DNA, but she is also in your spirit. And she said, what's the biggest thing that you fear with her passing? And I said, she's the person that gets me. She's someone very a very few people that really understand me no judgments no you know there's no you know pre conditions to her love um she just accepts me she understands me and i think part of her lives vicariously through me And I said, I feel like my circle is getting smaller and smaller because my yoga mentor got me too. And she just saw right through me. She saw through my bullshit. She understood my soul is kind of the way, 
the way I think of it. And, you know, she's like, people will come into your life that fully accept you. And I'm not saying those two people are the only people that get me, you know, but it's like you get, you feel that connection on a soul, very deep level of like, yeah, I get you. And I, you know, and I'm saying back, I get you too. I, I understand you. And anyways, <sighs> number one thing that I got from that, and then I'll move on to my next thing that I learned. But my number one thing is that I need to stop asking why. There is no why. There is no reason. Maybe there is, but I'll never know. I'll never be able to get past the grievance of this person in my life to understand why she passed at such a time when it doesn't feel right. I have to look past that and I have to just accept it because it will kill me (laughs) if I just sit there and go over and over in my head, how could this be? Why does this happen? Why did this happen to her? Why does this happen to me? Why is this happening to our family? What does it mean? What does any of it mean? I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm realizing that there's no point in asking those questions when someone is passing away or when someone leaves you, you know, your your partner breaks up with you or, you know, whatever, you shit hits the fan. If you just stay stuck in that, why me, poor me, why this, like, what is going on? This wasn't right. This isn't fair. It's totally, it's totally fair to ask those questions. It's totally fair to feel that, that it's not fair. But at some point you have to look past that and you have to just accept that there's shit in your life. There's things that's going to come up. There are events that are going to happen that you don't have control over. You don't get the answers to. And you just have to accept it. And I say that so lightly, but it's so hard. You know that. It's so hard to accept things that you don't want. You don't want to accept. You don't want it to be real. I told you this episode was going to be dark and deep. (laughs) So here we are. We're in the void together. Acceptance is your key to peace. Acceptance is your key to harmony. Acceptance is your way to move through life with ease. I have to accept that that house was not for me, for our family. Even though part of me is like, yes, it fucking fucking If they just gave us a fucking chance. <laughs> it wasn't. I have to walk away. And I should say <laughs> that we did right after that. <clears throat> she said, you need to just say, keep saying to yourself. And of course, you know, this has been in my manifestations too. But she said, just take a break from looking. Just take a break from looking. And I know you have a week to find a place so that doesn't feel like the responsible thing to do. You have looked enough. Just take a pause. And when you feel called to look again, then you can look again. And I said, okay, fine. Well, we had one house pending that we really didn't think we were going to get because it had been like a week. And they said, oh, we'll tell you like tomorrow. And it was like a week later. Well, the next day, sure as shit, 
I get a call from the real estate agent of this other house that we wanted that will be perfect for our family and is a blessing. (laughs) Um, And she, anyways, she called and said, you got the house. And I was, I'm kind of just like still in the state of like, is it true? (laughs) I have like my nose in the air, like, "Mm mm-hmm. Sure. I feel like I won't believe it until we get the keys and we actually start moving in. But anyways, we did get a house. So that stress can, you know, be relieved now. And that other home was not meant for us. It would have been a stretch for our budget. It would have, you know, it just, it wouldn't have worked out as the fairy tale that it is in my head, you know? Um, My mom was like, "Um, you know, just looking at the listing, obviously it's a perfect house for you. It looks beautiful for you. And like, I understand where you were going with this, but it is built in the 1920s and it's going to cost a fortune to heat that home. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about like the logistics. I get so in fairy tale world sometimes that I just like don't even think about the real reality of things. (laughs) And that's my, and that's, you know, why, like, my chart is, like, 90% air science. So, like, of course, I'm in dream world 90% of the time. That's my life. And it's hard to come back to reality. And that's the same shit going on, you know? It's like, damn, it's hard to come back to reality and be like, okay, not everybody lives forever. Nobody actually lives forever. And their spirit is with you always. Um, But you don't get to choose when people go. You don't get to choose how life happens to you. You get to choose how you view it. You get to choose your perspective and you get to choose your own actions, but you don't get to choose anybody else's. You don't get to manipulate the universe to say, ah, no, I need that person longer, actually. Wouldn't that be so great? <laughs> if you could just be like, hey, God, um, I know you think you know what's best but I think I know (laughs) I know you made me and I know I'm part of you and like I'm one with the universe but I just feel like I need to override you just for this one moment like just this one blimp in time I know it won't you know it'll completely change the course of the universe but like I just need this person (laughs) to be around longer like when you look at it like that it's like okay fine fine that doesn't make sense I'm rambling but the biggest lesson that I came from that that came out of that was I need to accept shit and I need to be able to accept that my timeline and the universe's timeline are gonna cross roads sometimes And I have to be okay with knowing that it's all divine timing, baby. And it's so easy to believe that when shit is going right. (laughs) When things are going good in my life, I'm like, oh my God, divine timing. Like, you know, uh, something stupid or little happens that's like, you know, makes me smile. And I'm like, it's all in that divine timing, baby. Where I see 11-11 on my microwave. <laughs> but then like heavy shit like this comes up and I'm like, this is not divine timing. <laughs> this is not divine 
at all, actually. Divinity, universe, God, you're wrong. You're wrong, bitch. You're wrong. They ain't wrong. They're not. It's not. It's just not how life works. And I need to be able to accept that. And I'm allowed to grieve. Everybody's allowed to grieve. That doesn't mean, you know, my psychic wasn't telling me, don't grieve, bitch, you're fine. (laughs) Like She was saying, you don't get to control this. So the next thing that I learned while in this session was when she was asking me, you know, what's the hardest thing that you're having to deal with, um, with her not being the same anymore and, and grieving someone that's alive? (laughs) Um, how do you, what's the hardest part? And I said, one of the hardest parts is that my support system is not supporting me anymore. And I know that sounds selfish because I'm there to support her just as much as she has been there to support me. But that's the truth. Part of it is my support system is leaving and someone that really got me isn't, isn't going, you know, isn't there anymore to fuel me, to lift me up. And everybody needs that. But she also said, it's not anybody else's responsibility to show you that you're good enough. You don't need anybody else to tell you that you're good enough. And although, yes, everybody needs support and everybody needs someone to turn to when they don't believe in themselves, it's a lot of responsibility to put on someone and it's a lot of, you know, and I don't think Grammy views it this way, but It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of responsibility to put on someone to make them the person that you turn to when you need to accept yourself. I hope that makes sense. Like, if I don't feel worthy in what I'm doing, I know who the people are that I can go to that will light me up. But is it really their responsibility at the end of the day? Is it really the kindest thing to do? Am I really being a good friend and a good granddaughter and a good person by expecting somebody else to believe in me when I don't believe in myself? It's hard to put into words for me because you know, on one end, you really do need a support system. And no one believes in themselves 100% of the time. At least I don't think so. I would love to get there. I would love to meet you if you do. Um, tell me your tell me your secrets. Um, but, you know, on one end, you need that support. And on the other end, you, li- you, you are born and you die alone. You are alone. And at the end of the day, no one is there forever. Not even your partner, not even your grandparents, your parents, your siblings. They're not there. They're not going to be there forever. And that's a hard thing to come to terms with too. 
You can't put your worth in someone else. You can't ask someone to show you your worth. And although it's incredible and I feel so loved by Grammy, I feel so incredibly supported by her. I also feel that it's a little selfish of me to say, you know, I don't want her to pass because my support system is leaving. And obviously that's not the only reason. (laughs) That's not the only reason why, you know, I'm grieving, obviously. But part of it is, part of it is like, my circle's getting smaller. The people that get me and validate me, understand who I am, is getting smaller. It's a very limiting way to live. It's a very limiting belief in myself because that proves the point that I'm putting my worth in, in other people's hands. I'm, I'm directly giving my power away and saying, please lift me up. Please give me my power back. That's not healthy at all. That's not well. That's not wellness for me. That's not feeling well in my spirit, in my body, in my mind. No way. That's completely giving my wellness over to someone else and saying, please, please tell me I'm doing it right. Please tell me that I've got this. And, you know, I'm kind of making this out to seem like I... I do that 100% of the time and I don't. I do believe in myself and I do, you know, I have had to learn many times throughout my life to pick myself back up and that I am alone. I've learned that a lot, that I am very alone. Um, And at the same token, on the same token, whatever that phrase is, When you meet someone or when you find someone that really gets you, it's hard not to, for me at least, it's hard not to uh, ask for acceptance from them because you are accepted by them and you know that and it's hard to have those, um, God, what am I trying to say? It's hard to feel those feelings and feel fully accepted by someone and not get caught up in that, I guess, is the right way to say that. It's hard not to get caught up in knowing that they believe in you. It feels good. It feels so good to be believed in. It feels so good. I love that Spencer, my partner, supports me. I love that anytime I come, I can come up with the craziest idea and he'd be like, yeah, girl, you go get that. Like, you get that. I'm here to support you. He's like, I'll watch Maisie while you go teach people how to be magical in the kitchen. <laughs> I'll do this while you do that. You know, I'm I'm here for you. That feels so good, and we all deserve that. We all deserve that. But they don't deserve to be in the position to be completely your support system to be telling you without you believing in yourself you know that's a lot see this is hard to talk about (laughs) 
that's a lot of emotional responsibility to put on someone. And this is kind of what, what I was saying with, I got, you know, slapped in the face spiritually by this, by this lady, by my lady, by my psychic, because I realized I don't depend on anybody. I'm a very independent person when it comes to getting my shit done. I can pay my bills. I, you know, I can take care of myself. I can, you know, I don't need anybody to, to do that shit for me. I can do my life stuff. I can, I can do my laundry. I can, you know, I've lived on my own for years. I've, I've handled myself. I can do that. I can get a job. I can leave a job. I can, you know, you get it. Emotionally though, emotionally, I realized I put that shit on other people. Not all the time. I wouldn't say I'm like an emotional vampire where I like suck all the life out of people. (laughs) But I do think there's some balancing that needs to be done when it comes to working on my emotions by myself and believing in myself and knowing that I got me. I I got my back. And people are going to come and go and people are going to support me or not support me. And that's great either way. But at the end of the day, I got me. I have to. You have to be your number one support system. You have to be that number one supporter, that number one fan. That dialogue in your head has got to change from needing other people to approve you. And maybe it all goes back to people pleasing and you know, how you're raised or whatever, but regardless, instead of looking for your worth in other people, you have to be that person. And it goes through waves. I go through waves of this. I'm comparing myself to this past version of me where it was when I was meeting, when I met Spencer. I felt so confident in myself, probably the most confident I felt in my life were was this time period in my life and I was teaching yoga and I was doing things that got me out of my comfort zone and I was going to these ecstatic dances and these sound baths and I was about to host a festival online like I really felt so good and of course I'm glamorizing the past but I was I was really confident in myself and now I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, I want to be, I want to be her again. I wish I could be her again. I wish I could have that body again. I wish I could have that mindset of believing in myself. And, you know, there's a couple problems with that because number one, again, I'm glamorizing the past. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I'm glamorizing the past because I had shit going on that I was making unhealthy choices. I was making choices that were not with my highest good. And even though I can say that I was really confident back then, I definitely still had shit going on, you know? Um, But it's hard to remember those things. And when you're in the present moment, you feel those things. But then when you're looking back on it, you're like, oh, no, like it was all great and dandy. Um. But also, 
that's, I mean, (laughs) I got Maisie, you know, I got my daughter. This life that I'm living is fucking incredible. It's way more beautiful than it was back then. Or really, I should say it's a new chapter. That version of me is still within me. All those lessons that I learned, all that confidence is in there somewhere. And it shines through from time to time. And I'm ready for it to shine a little brighter. And, you know, being a parent is, uh, being a mom is quite a trip. And having your entire body change and having your entire life change in a, in a blink of an eye is a whole nother rabbit hole I could go down. But the overall theme of all of this from my grandma being sick from not finding a house to finding a house from not feeling confident in myself. And it's really just acceptance. It's really just acceptance. Believing in yourself, believing in the universe, knowing that everything is exactly as it should be. Everything is working out best case scenario, even if it doesn't feel like it. God, that's so easy to say and so hard to come to terms with because right now it's like best case scenario. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) You know, (laughs) sure, shit don't feel like it, but I have to believe that it does because it's pretty arrogant of me to say that I know better than the universe knows. (laughs) And this is where spirituality is so important because I can fall back to that when times are really tough. I can fall back and be guided by the universe and know I have everything within me to handle this hard time. I have been through hardship before. I have handled it. I can handle this. And the universe has me. The universe got me because I got myself and I'm part of the universe. And I know this is all cliche to say or, you know, airy, (laughs) whimsical. I don't know. I know it's easy to say, I guess, and hard to accept. (laughs) It's hard to accept acceptance. But here we are. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. And I really just went on a 40-minute rant. So if you're still here, then thanks. (laughs) I hope you took something from this. We will have a structured, great episode coming soon, but I just needed to share this. This was on my heart and maybe somebody else is going through this too. Eclipses are hard, man. Life can be really fucking shitty sometimes. Life can really, you know, make you want to throw in the towel and be like, and that's another thing for another day, but. There's a part of me that's, again, selfishly saying, I wasn't supposed to be here. (laughs) And I'm very open about this, but I tried to end my life and it didn't work. Clearly, I'm still here. But there's a part of me, a very sad, depressed part of me 
that's, you know, this voice saying, I wasn't supposed to be here for my grandma getting sick. I wasn't even supposed to be old enough to have a baby, to have this beautiful life. And I think part of that is, is why I have such a hard time feeling like I deserve the good things in my life because it feels like that's not how it was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be old enough to be experiencing all of this stuff. And here I am. (laughs) So I got to live it up, baby. Because time is fleeting and you never know when your time, when your time's ticking. I mean, time is ticking. You don't know when yours is going to be out, when your clock is going to run out. It's pretty morbid to say, pretty, pretty dark to say, but it's the truth. And I think we need to be able to talk about the truth a little bit easier, you know? Anyways, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening, which means that you are trying to find that wellness within yourself. You're trying to show up to be a better person than you were yesterday. And really that means you're trying to be more authentically you because the world needs you. doesn't need anybody else. doesn't need anybody, any versions, any copies and pastes. It just needs you. When I listen to myself say that, feel so good. Feel so powerful. Nobody is you. Ain't nobody else like me. And that's great. And I'm here to shine my light. And the people that have come before me, I can I can hear them every day. I <laughs> that sounds psychotic. But I connect with my spirit guides every day. And somebody, one of my ancestors, someone that has passed on, one of my loved ones, is here cheering me on right by me. They're saying, you got this. Come on. I hope that you can do the same. I hope that you can feel supported by the universe and by yourself and know that you're part of the universe. And because of that, you can support you. And you got you. And the universe got you. And I hope that you're able to accept the things in life that are really hard to accept. And I hope you give yourself grace because you deserve it. You don't deserve to be stuck in the why. There's no point. There's no goodness there. There's no answers there. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And I will see you very soon for the Beltane episode. I love you.